0: Welcome to the Crystal Sparks Podcast. We are so glad you are here. Our one goal of this podcast is to grow your faith and help equip you to accomplish your dreams and your goals. Now here is Crystal Sparks. Have you ever noticed that on infomercials that they show you all the things that the new workout equipment can do? They show you all the different speeds, how you can lift it, how you can use it as a push-up bar, how you can do cardio with it. They show you all the different things, tell you all the testimonials, but the one thing, it doesn't matter which equipment it is that they show you that's consistent with every workout equipment, is how easily it can be stored. They show you how quickly you can pack it up, how it will fit in any small space, They don't worry if you don't have a lot of storage room or a big closet, it can slide right underneath your bed, or it can also do all these other things, right? It can collapse down and go right in between your clothing or fit into a drawer, and it shows you that the reason why they do that is because they know that most of the people who purchase that equipment, are they're never actually going to use it. They know that statistically, people are going to buy something on an impulse, they're gonna shove it into a drawer, put it underneath their bed, they're gonna lose the motivation, or how many of you guys know that a treadmill makes a great place to hang your clothes, right? And so they know this, so they tell you, because they know that even as you're watching that, you have quit in mind. And I think about this when it comes to our dreams and to our destiny. I believe that when we get to heaven, that the saddest part of getting into heaven is not going to be all the mistakes we've made because I believe that all the mistakes that we've made is covered under the blood of Jesus. I truly believe that when we get to heaven, Jesus is going to take us to a room and he's going to open up the doors and inside that room, he's going to show us everything we could have had if we would have only believed. Everything we could have had if we would have just stuck to the process, everything that we could have had if we would have just been faithful right where we are to take the first step. And I love this in Second Corinthians chapter 6, 11 through 13 in the message translations. It says this, Dear, dear Corinthians, I can't tell you how much I long for you to enter this wide open, spacious life. We didn't fence you in. The smallness you feel comes from within you. Your lives aren't small, but you're living them in a small way. I'm speaking as plainly as I can and with great affection. Open up your lives. Live openly and expansively. See, I love this so much because He's letting them know that there's so much more in God than what they're currently experiencing. You might be just coming out of the most incredible month of your entire life, but you might be coming out of the most difficult month of your entire life. Either way, I want to announce over you that God has more for you than what you're currently experiencing. He has so much more for you. But here's the thing: just like that treadmill, it works if you work it. Just like the yoga mat, it'll work if you work it. Just just like those weights, they'll work if you work it. God's plan is the same way. It'll work if you begin to put it to work. It's only going to do as much for you as you give access to it. But most of us get a common, uh, get complacent in the place that God never intended for us to stay. In Hebrews 11.36 in the Amplified says this, For you have need of steadfast patience and endurance so that you may perform and fully accomplish the will of God and thus receive and carry away and enjoy to the full what is promised. A few words that I want to highlight out to you here and then I'm going to talk about the seven traits that successful people have. Are you ready? The first thing he tells us is that we're going to have to have steadfast patience. In other words, there's no drive-through breakthroughs. There's no overnight successes in the kingdom of God. Moses waited 40 years in the backside of a wilderness. He delivered God's people out and and then he went back traveling around a mountain for 40 years, right? That's a long time. David had the promise of God spoken over his life. And commentaries will tell you that it was over 20 years from the time that he was anointed king to the time he actually stepped into the palace. 20 years is a long time. So I love that it says here that we have to have steadfast patience. I don't believe that we should have the kind of faith that has an expiration date. Are you willing to believe God no matter how long it takes? We've got to be more committed to the process than we are the results. The next thing it says is steadfast. Endurance. So not only are we going to have to be patient, but we're going to have to have endurance. Endurance simply means this, is doing the same thing over and over again, no matter what. You know, I love whenever I was training for a half marathon, the hardest part about training for the half marathon wasn't all the things that you would think, but it was building up your endurance to go that far. And it was getting up every day, going out and running and doing my miles more and more, building up my endurance. And all th- I like to think of our life like this, that every time we keep showing up and doing the right thing, every time we get into God's word, every time we make it a priority to go to church, every time we give God the first 10% of our income, what we're doing is we're building up that steadfast endurance. We're building it up so that way when God takes us to a further level, we'll have the strength to be able to withstand it. I love the next thing. It says that, that we may perform and fully accomplish the will of God. God. Well, the word fully accomplished there means that without patience and without endurance, we're not going to be able to fully accomplish it. So it's about us being patient in the process, as building up our endurance, doing the same thing over and over again to get us stronger in our faith. The only way to get stronger in your prayer life is to do it regularly. The only way to get stronger in God's word is to do it regularly. Endurance is built by what we're doing daily, but it says that we might fully accomplish. I thought it was interesting recently that I read that 200 million people in America cite that they would like to write a book, but they've never even written the first page. Oh my goodness. 200 million. That's a lot of people who knows where the next JK Rowling might be just sitting there, right? There's people who have got big dreams and big goals, but what are they doing? They're waiting for just something to change in their life instead of getting the patience, getting the endurance to fully accomplish it. I thought this other statistic was interesting, is that 63% of people in their 20s say that they would like to start a business. So they've got a dream in their heart, they've got something that God has for them, but The dream that God has on their life isn't small, but they're living it in a small way. So we're going to run over these seven things that successful people do to be successful. Are you ready? These are the same things all successful people do. I read this in Forbes and I thought it was so interesting. Number one, they're unapologetically themselves. See, you're never going to succeed at what God's called you to be if you're trying to do it like somebody else. I love this, that I heard a interview with, um, a famous singer and she was saying, uh, Katie, uh, Katie Perry. Goodness. I couldn't remember her name. Katie Perry. And I love it so much because they told her in the interview, they said, we just think that you're the next Madonna. And she said, I'm not the next Madonna. I'm the first Katie Perry. I love that so much. What was she saying? I'm unapologetically myself. I'm not trying to be someone else. I'm not going to try to pretend to be someone else. I'm just going to be a hundred percent who I am. Number two, successful people don't blame others. See, I think that we're never able to be victorious because we live our entire life being a victim to what other people have done to us, how other people have treated us, and what we feel like other people have stolen from us. And in doing so, you remain a victim. You cannot sit in the chair of the victim and the victor at the same time. At some point, you're going to have to decide, I'm going to stop blaming other people for where I am today. Yes, the things that have happened to me are bad, but I'm choosing to move on and take in responsibility for where I am today. That brings me to number three. They take responsibility for their happiness. In other words, they're not saying that it's the circumstances or the job that's going to make me happy. I'm responsible to be as happy as I can be today. So I'm not waiting for somebody else to do something. I'm going to be happy today, irregardless of what happens to me. What would happen if we began to live our lives that way? Number four, they have a gratitude practice every single day. I talk about this a lot, but one of the things that I do is I have a gratitude journal by my bed and I write down every night the things that I'm thankful for. And you know what that does? It resets your brain at the end of the day to think about the things that you did right versus the things that you did wrong. And in doing so, you go to bed feeling encouraged and excited about what's ahead. Number five, they live their lives outside of their comfort zone. Oh my goodness. Like most people just live inside of what's comfortable, what's easy, what's convenient. And here's the thing, is that you're never gonna be successful if you only do the things that are comfortable and easy. You're gonna begin to be successful when you begin to do the hard things first. So whatever is the hardest thing, do that and you'll start making progress. Number six, they have a spiritual practice such as prayer or meditation that they do daily. Friends, let me tell you, there's no greater thing for you to do than to begin to connect with God through daily prayer. Taking that time, it might be five minutes, it might be on your drive to work, It might be while you're in the shower, but just taking just a few minutes to just pray and ask God, taking that time to listen to what God's saying, but then also making your request known to Him. Number seven, the final thing that they do is they have clear goals and objectives. Whenever you get into your car, For you to be able to get to where you're going successfully, you have to first define where it is that you're going. I never got somewhere accidentally driving there, right? I knew clearly what the end goal was. I knew clearly where I was going, so therefore I knew the turns to make. When you have clear objectives, when you know that it's 20 pounds you're trying to lose, then you know exactly the steps you need to take every day to get there. When you have clear objectives like writing a book, you know that every day you need to be committing time to sit down and to write. And when you begin to do that, oh my goodness, God's going to take you places he never dreamed possible. Thank you so much for listening to today's content. If you would like to further connect with Crystal, text the keyword Crystal to 33733 and follow the prompts. We are so thankful you are a part of our community. Let's do something awesome for God this week.